0: Welcome to the Zingnificent show. Tune in to master the mechanics of conscious and deliberate transformation. Our internal map of reality, which is our perception of reality, is the subject of this ThingZing episode. It's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Henry David Thoreau Before we transition into filtering and before we see what an internal map of reality is or how we're doing it, let's recap the life continuum process. The first phase, we wander. The very process of wandering is a cue from our higher mind hinting to us that there is more to what we might believe life is. Therefore, it is guiding us to phase two, conceiving. Now we know that thinking is really the perception, which is phase 4, of the information received by our brain from our higher mind, the conceiver of our reality. However, before phase 4, perceiving, we first receive, through our antenna, the brain, in phase 3. Receiving reality through it. The reality, as you know by now, is never-ending information. In its basic presentation, our receiver, the brain, has two brain hemispheres, also something called the old brain, plus various ensembles that work in concert as one. The function of the old brain is to be in charge with our physical and emotional safety. Therefore, as I hope you remember, when the old brain detects stress, it takes over. It is shutting down our brain's hemispheres' communication with each other. Thus, we start our brain lateralization. Meaning, we use one dominant brain hemisphere instead of the whole brain. To reverse this process, we need to relax, feel calm and safe. The best way to do this is meditation. That is, being present in the present moment. While meditating, while being relaxed and safe, Our brain's hemispheres communicate with each other again, and so our mental chatter slows down. Then our brain shifts from a state of restless busyness, which is called beta level, by progressively slowing its frequency into a state of relaxed alertness and introspection, called alpha level, or even lower frequencies of higher amplitude, called theta and delta brain levels. In the alpha level, All our multiple intelligences kick in. Thus, we access the universal intelligence. All the wisdom, all the power and everything there is. We are born already connected with divine wisdom. Now, most people don't feel like they're connected with something as omnipotent as all the power and all the wisdom there is. You may be one of them too. I hope by now you are shifting to that smaller percentage group I've mentioned in a previous chapter. That is because we unconsciously and automatically are filtering reality without knowing we're doing it. But now, you know better. We know that the filtering of reality is an inner super-fast process that we do with the use of our senses. Thus, as a result of our filtering, we perceive just a minor part of what reality really is. No wonder we may feel lacks and limitations in our life. While filtering reality, we create our own version of it, like an internal map of reality. When we create lack and limitation, for example, we are doing it because we are filtering reality unconsciously. Therefore, our internal map of reality, our perception is created by circumstances, certain events and other people mostly. So we don't really know what we delete, distort and then generalize or how we are doing it. On the other hand, as we become consciously aware of what we do and how we are doing it, we can expand this internal map of reality, our perception that is. Therefore. While expanding our perception, we become aware of more of who we are. More possibilities, more probabilities, and of the abundance we can literally begin to see and attract to us or feel attracted to it. Let's see how we're making our internal map of reality. Whenever we see something, hear something, touch something, smell something, taste something. In other words, whenever we have an experience generated by our sensory senses, we filter it. Whatever the sensory information we receive, the instant it comes in, we are filtering it. Whatever remains after the filtering process is our perception, our internal map of reality on which we focus our attention upon. Attention means a drive of energy. Both internal representations or focusing mean one thing, thinking. So then we only think about whatever is left out of the actual reality. I mean, the information we took in, which, as you know by now, is filtered. Whatever is left after this process acts as an internal map of reality. It also determines the actions you take or don't take. Therefore, by the actions you'll take or fail to take, you are creating your internal map of reality. Focusing on it, which you do automatically, you get all the results in your life. The filtering has three functions, delete, distort and generalize. There are millions of bits of information we receive through our antenna by our sensory senses in each moment. Most of it we immediately delete. Therefore, we notice only just a few details out of everything that is picked up by our sensory senses. We don't notice every sound we hear, or the feeling of our clothes on our skin, or everything that our eyes can see, even when everything is already out there. This deletion process happens so automatically and so fast that we don't even notice it. After the deletion process, our focus then automatically goes at what is left. That is, our personal and highly individualized internal map of reality, not the reality. Remember, focus means thinking. The filtering process also distorts what comes in. Why? To make the information that is coming in conforming with what is already in, that is what we already believe, value and so on. We also distort what comes in by adding something that really isn't there. Thus, distorting reality can be very beneficial. Each time we think about the future, make plans or imagine something that doesn't yet exist but which we want to have happened, we are distorting reality. Just like deletions, distortions to determine the raw material we get with which we create what we are focusing on. Meaning, what we are thinking about. What we focus on, think about, directly creates how we feel, how we behave, what we attract and what we are attracted to. Therefore, when we become deliberate and intentional, we get or restoring us more likely, the power we innately have over what we create. The third function filtering has is to create generalizations. Because of the generalizations we have created, we don't have to continuously relearn what a house is, what schools are, or food, books, cars, mountains, friends, etc. Remember Dory from Finding Nemo? If you didn't see it, See it, please. Also see Finding Dory. The negative part of filtering happens when we put something we didn't like, no matter what the circumstances, under the same category with other situations from a similar general category. When you hear, you always do this, you never do that, no one cares, everyone is such and such, you'll never do anything, etc., you are hearing generalizations. Remember, the information, the reality, comes in through our senses. After it comes, we are filtering it, deleting, distorting and generalizing it. With what's left after the filtering process is done, we make what is called internal representations or thoughts on which we focus upon, meaning everything we are thinking about. Therefore, our thinking is really how we perceive our reality. It is given and also limited by everything we filter out from reality. That is everything which is not confirming with what we already believe about anything. This process is both challenging when we remain unaware of it and a blessing as we become aware of it. Here is the point I'm making. Whatever our parents, caregivers, and authority figures wanted us to believe, whatever the program is inside us, euphemistically speaking, we will automatically shape our reality by filtering it in such a way that whatever is left out after the filtering process is done must match the current programs we have inside. Fascinating, isn't it? Becoming consciously aware of what you do and of how you do what you do changes your perception. That means you do have the power to override the program, to own it, which is what you're doing right now using this book. One of the greatest benefits of learning about these processes is that once you realize what you are unconsciously doing, you naturally expand your options by realizing that you are the cause and the effect of you. Right now you may be a smaller version of you. You may be like I was. Somebody with a personality shaped by others. In full accordance with their social conditioning. Let me give you the excellent news. Our world is awakening at a planetary scale. It is transforming. You are transforming it because you are transforming too. Mastering the mechanics of conscious change means mastering your perception, which is what you are physically anyway. Remember those cells, speak to them, tell them what you want, let them know what you see now, who you are, tell them what to create. I do, and so I am deliberately expanding my perception, which is what you are doing too. We'll talk more about perception, the internal map of reality, in the coming episode too. We'll start part 5, filtering. Until then, be well. You can find all the episodes of the Thingsing series hosted at Zignificent.com.